This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown ideology in beer. I can think of only one thing that can lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. Good evening and happy holidays to everyone. You have found the Drink of Ages radio show here on Badlands Radio and ESPN 97.5. Or maybe you're listening to the podcast. Uh, yeah, when I really, really think about it, I do get it uploaded on Mondays, which is, happens to be sponsored by Buffalo Bay Brewing Company. Uh, a lot of people listen to podcasts. A lot of people listen to ESPN 97.5 Friday nights. But tonight, tonight, uh, well, let me tell you who I am real quick. I am your host, John Denman, and we have a pretty special show, a very beer-filled show that's happening right now. We are hanging out over at Spindle Tap Brewery in Northeast Houston, 59, Little York area, down Little York, hanging, what is it, head east on Little York, turn right on Hearst Road, it's right there on the left. Pull up, it's a pretty badass facility. First of all, it's a... Doesn't, it doesn't really look like it belongs in the area, but it's, it's a beautiful place over here. Then you come in, you got the tap room on the right-hand side, which is just very well decorated. Very nice. Holds, holds for a lot of people. And then you got to get to the beer. Let's get to the beer. Man. That's, that's the point of the show. We, we've had a few so far, but it's, it's just a very nice little place you guys have going on over here. Appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, it's going to be a fun, fun time. We're going to learn some about Spindle Tap Brewery, how you guys got started, and all that good stuff. And we're going to definitely discuss the different beers that you have on tap. Because right now, how many beers are on tap here in the tap room? So we have a total of uh, five beers. Five on different tap. beers. We've got a Russian stout coming here in the next couple of weeks. Actually, we have six. You we, son we, of a gun. Yeah, the, son of a gun. Yeah, the hop option Amarillo. Is new to the taps as of this week, but we have our four staples and then the two hop options. Well, let's then, introduce who we're talking to right now for tonight's show. We have Brody Chapman and Cameron Banks from Spindle Tab Brewery. Yes, sir. I'm Brody, and this beautiful-looking man to the right of me is Cameron Banks. That's right. So Brody's sort of our fearless leader. I, I try and tag along every now and then. He lets me uh, lets me give my word, but that's who we are. Our music guest on tonight's show is the New Offenders. You guys ever listen to the New Offenders? They're they're up here around Kingwood area, Humble area. Nice, badass band. So you guys are gonna enjoy that. But looking around, everything you know, looking at your branding, Spindle Tap. There's a there's a pretty good little theme with that. There is. So uh, I come from a background in the oil and gas business, and, and so does Cameron. Uh, we've been friends long time. Uh, Cameron went to Texas A&M, and uh, one of my other partners, David, is also an Aggie, and I went to Texas Tech, and all happened to work in the uh, oil and gas sector. Um, and Spindle Top uh, was the first big gusher in Beaumont, Texas in 1902, which basically put Texas on the map, uh, and that's kind of how we came up with the name Spindle Tap. Um, I've got a logistics background, uh, so we do a lot of trucking out to oil and gas plays all around the, the country, and specifically in Texas. and. Looking around the landscape, just really didn't see anything uh, from a from a theme, uh, oil and gas. So uh, that's kind of how the, the name came about. And we were all big craft beer fanatics, you know, a long time. And so we said, forty dollars a barrel. All my other businesses are going down the tube. You might as well get in the beer game. Yeah, what was a barrel of beer going for these days? About three fifty. 
So it's, it's much That's better, right. much more profitable it can be. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah but uh, what you guys have done up here, man, is pretty badass. This this is a good looking brewery you, that you have. Well, so we were, go ahead. I was gonna just gonna say we wanted to build it out to where uh, we could get people out here to the facility. Uh, you know, there's a tremendous amount of outstanding craft breweries opening in Houston, and so we wanted to differentiate ourselves a little bit. And so we kind of took the step to build a, an awesome facility where we felt like people would come out and drink our beer on site, um, and that's really what we're all about. <clears throat> we want to talk to people, want people to come out here, tell us what they like, what they don't like. And so, you know, we, we built the place hoping they would come, and so far it's been good. Well, that, that, and you must really love your brewmaster and all the people working to help out in the brewery because it's air-conditioned. Yeah, we, we wanted to take it, take it up a notch. Um, so we're sitting on roughly about 12 acres, so um, from a parking standpoint, we're good to go. Um, at any given point, we have about 30,000 square feet that can be air-conditioned for large events you know so we do a lot of we do a lot of private events here too so well right now it's cool because you got the rockets game broadcasting the wall at the brewery even though the rockets they they suck ass right now rockets suck but i do have 450 inches high definition (laughs) it gets bigger every time (laughs) (laughs) they're not bragging at all (laughs) right it's a it's it's maybe just shy of 450 but it's it's a big uh it's a big broadcast well, so what were you guys doing before? You said you're in the, the oil industry. Yeah, so uh, I've got a trucking company, a factoring company, and a crating company, and we all serve it. All those entities service the oil and gas sector. And guy I grew up with, David Miller, a really good friend of mine, uh, very entrepreneurial like myself. Uh, we started these businesses about 2008, um, and I've known Cameron for, for a long time, and uh, he kind of wanted to, to get in the beer business. Uh, ironically enough, when I called Cameron originally and said, hey, uh, let's start a brewery. And this guy's a craft beer fanatic. No, said, I just thought it was absurd. I said, what? You said, know, I, I am a craft beer fanatic. I travel to, to places near and far to try various brews. But Brody called me and said, hey, you know, we're building this, this giant uh, distribution facility. Why don't we build a brewery? And I said, well, that's just... That's dumb. You no. hung up on me, basically. I, I, yeah, I hung we up. We can't say on the air what you called me at the time. <laughs> we could, but it would get bleeped. But, uh, I, you know, I hung up for, you know, 30 seconds or so, thought about it. Uh, I might have asked my wife. Don't think I did. Uh, I called him back and said I was in. You know, it, was, it, was, it was the right decision. Just a quick mention to the wife. Oh, yeah, yeah by the way, uh, we're opening up a brewery. I had to, I had to get So what do you want for dinner? It kind of flows. You know, maybe she didn't notice. She wanted to renovate the house. I wanted to open up a brewery, so we compromised and opened up a brewery. <laughs> that was a good compromise. Kind of, yeah, that's kind of how that went. Yeah, but you guys opened up, what was it, two months ago? Yep, two months ago. Two months so, ago. So the, the idea is about 18 months old. We did a soft tasting uh, about 18 months ago over at Hay Merchant. Um, great, great bar. Texas craft legend bar. Um, Kevin Floyd, we're ready for you. Bring us on tap, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> little sales uh, pitch. <laughs> so yeah, so we and our beers were so so well received there from from their group of of, of people, and we had about 500 people there. Uh, our brewmaster is is phenomenal. So um, you know that that was kind of the you know when you open up a brewery, you know from a marketing standpoint, uh, I know I can market, and I know I can sell, but in, in, unless your liquids are very good, you know it's it's just not going to work out. Mm-hmm. And 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 our brewmaster has really delivered actually our first batch of beer which was what a boomtown yeah we brewed the boomtown blonde first you know it's sort of the, the the lightest beer that we offer and it has sort of the lowest cost to brew so 
translating from a one-barrel system over the 20-barrel system, we want to do the Boomtown first. Uh, so we had Sean, Sean whip that one up, and of course we were skeptical on the very first batch, but it, it turned out phenomenal. Uh, it was stronger than we had thought it was going to be. It came out at about 5.6% ABV. The beer is designed to be about 52 uh, but that's just because the system we're brewing on now is more powerful. But, I mean, from the very get-go, we've had, I, I think, a very good result from our brewmaster. He's done a great job. Whenever you guys decided to open up a brewery, like you are saying, uh, I mean, this, this, it's not just something that, you know, I, I planned on opening up a brewery until I started meeting other brewery owners and decided that's not really exactly what I wanted to do anymore. Did you guys, like, seek out some help and some advice around, around Houston? For what you wanted to do, or did you guys? I mean, just... Not as much around Houston for me. I have a good friend that just opened up a brewery in Dallas. Uh, I think it's called Oak Highlands Brewery, and so I had talked to him just to see sort of the hurdles that he had to climb to uh, get through it. Uh, we knew right off the bat one of the biggest and most difficult things we we're going to face was just the build out of the facility and working with the city of Houston. It's not that they're unreasonable, but they're they're very strict as far as safety guidelines and whatnot, and. Uh, so I, we talked to uh, the, the folks over at 11 Below a little bit. Um, you know, they, they faced some legal issues when they first started, and they, they got through them. Um, so, you know, they helped us out a little bit. We talked to a few breweries. Um, but we knew we wanted to open a brewery. There was no question about that. It, there was no question of whether or not we were going to do it. Uh, it was just, you know, we were trying to be as well prepared as we could possibly be um, and know the challenges we're going to face um, going into it. Interesting. Cameron is a uh, accountant by trade, so he's very conservative. I'm more of just kind of, I'm all in. Let's just go for it. So as budget started coming, Cameron would call me periodically and say, hey, uh, I think we're a little over budget. And I said, you know, finally, after about six months, Cameron was like, just, I don't even want to know, just do what you got to do to get us on the market. Just let me know when we're open. Just, <laughs> because, yeah. I, I mean, I was, I was having a heart attack. Because every time I turn around, Brody would have bought something else. Uh, or, you seen know. all the checks that have been written. That's right. <laughs> it is not cheap to open up a brewery. Yeah, we sp- I mean, just on the build-out and just to kind of get things where we're at now, as you see it, it's $1.5 bucks. Yeah. Uh, one of the questions that I asked a lot of the breweries was, you know, a year, two or three years into it now, what would you have done differently when you opened? They said have about $5 million yeah. when we opened. I mean, everyone says, you know, the, the cliche is, you know, figure out how much you need to open a brewery multiply it by three, and that's how much you need to open a brewery. And that's exactly how it played out with us. We, we put the numbers to paper. We got the brewery equipment. We got everything. We said, you know, about 400 grand all in. The camera came operating. to me and said, hey, it's going to be 600 to get us where we need to be. Mm-hmm. And, and that was not okay with that. You know, I was freaking out. We need 600 grand. And uh, Brody kind of told me to relax. I did not relax, but I just sort of this took This guy, like, literally out. would call me up, like, every other day. He's like, man, what did you buy? Like, we bought this, this grill from Pits and Spits, mm-hmm. and Cameron's like, well, what would you spend on it? He's like, what's your budget? And I was like, well, I've spent 40000 He's like... It's actually not how it went. He sent me this proposal to build this beautiful smoker from Pits and Spits for whatever, forty grand. And I said, all right, that, that's awesome. Let's wait until we've been up and running for about seven months, and then we'll buy that. You know, let's make sure we... And, and I got an invoice emailed to me the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I, I know, I'm sure it doesn't only cook the burgers, but is that what cooked the burgers? Yeah, that's what cooked the burgers. Then so it was it, worth it. Yeah. It was, it was worth every dime. He's, he's usually right on these expenditures. I'm just much more conservative in nature so than he is. It's got eight so. taps, it's got four TVs, and it's got satellite TV. It holds ten kegs. It, it so. keeps it cold as long as a Yeti would. Keeps it, co- it keeps beer cold if you just put ice on it for a, a week. 
It's got two TVs, satellite TVs. We can pull that up to the Texans games. Uh, four TVs. I bought two more. I'm sorry. Oh, it has four TVs. <laughs> <laughs> this is news to me, but it, it's been a great investment. It's helped us out a lot. We can just wheel it to the front of the facility when the weather's nice and have people out there watching games on it. Got the smoker going. We smoke chickens. We smoke briskets, ribs, everything that you would want to do on it. I just personally didn't see it in the original budget, uh, and, and I was overruled. <laughs> and so so our, our, all our beef, do you mind if I talk a little bit about our beef? Yeah, let's, uh, let's take a quick break Perfect. and come back, yep. and we can do that. Uh, we're over at Spindletap Brewery, 10622 Hirsch Road. Let's listen to music by the New Offenders, Drink of Ages. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all. I'm Hunter McKithen with the New Offenders. We, uh, we've got a new album coming out uh, in a few months later on this year, and uh, we're playing you some tracks off of that. This song's called Free From The Mold. Anyway, well, they 
follow close behind and I'll show you the way Cause I've done my time enough to know but you can't take back what those people sold Don't believe everything that you're told Break free from the mold One of my favorite places to go just got better. Rudyard's Pub and Wah. You need to go check out their new tap towers. 20 local lineups, 8 national crafties, 8 imports and ciders, 5 fancy pans, specialty brews, 1 mead, and 1 cold brew coffee tap, plus a newly designed cocktail menu. Still have all your favorites on the menu for lunch and dinner. And don't forget about Chef Joe Appa's world-famous monthly beer dinner happening the last Thursday every month. 2010 Wall Drive, Rudyard'sPub.com. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code DRINK at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code DRINK. That's D-R-I-N-K at adamandeve.com. What's up, everybody? This is John from Drink of Ages Radio Show, and a local brewery for you to go out and try is from Cycler's Brewing Company. It is the 5511 Double Red L. What makes it a double? 7.9% ABV does. What makes it red? Well, actually, the roasted moss that they're used is what gives it the red color. 5511 is a medium-bodied beer that balances well with the piney bitterness from the hops. Available in 12-ounce cans and also on draft at your favorite places. Don't forget to tune in to Drink of Ages every Friday night at 9 p.m. right here on ESPN 97.5. All right, this is Drink of Ages. I am John Denman. We're still hanging out over here at Spindle Tab Brewery in Northeast Houston. Brody, Cameron, hanging out with us. We've been talking uh, about how the brewery got started and everything, but one of the things that Brody mentioned though, was the barbecue pit, and then I had to mention the burgers, which the burgers up here... It's, it's worth the drive. I mean, the beer is fantastic, but you got to come up here and get one of these burgers. The uh, the burgers all come. The beef comes from Rifle, Colorado, so it's a grass fed, grain finished, non GMO, free range, Spring Creek fed their whole life. It's USDA prime beef, which is only two percent of the beef in the United States. That's USDA prime. Um, so we'll truck pipe up to Colorado, and I'll pick up my beef, bring it back here. We do that about every 60 days, uh, dry age it, and all we do is uh, gourmet <laughs> gourmet hamburgers, gourmet hot dogs, and Freddie Flintstone T-bone steaks. No big deal, though. No biggie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Brody's quite proud of the beef. The beef yeah, is exceptional, but, uh, you know. 
We're a brewery. <laughs> you are a brewery. But hey, don't don't we got well, great hamburgers. Here's, here's don't one sleep of the, on the burgers. I don't sleep on the hamburgers. No, but but I gotta tell you though, after eating that burger, I was like, whew, man, that's gonna be hard to get down that next pint. Could you taste the happiness in the cows with each bite? I I felt like the cow lived a happy yeah, life yeah, before it right. became my burger. That's correct. So they, they but it lived in Rifle. If anybody's ever been to Rifle, Colorado, they know what kind of happy place well, I mean, we, they, Rifle, Colorado is. Yeah. They, get, they get classical music, and, and we massage them in the evening time. So. <laughs> yeah, but you're not kidding. Rifle, it's beautiful. It's picturesque. Everything's good. The only thing the cows out there have to worry about, and I was talking to Brody's cousin, every now and then a uh, grizzly bear comes down and mauls one of them. But it's, it's, a, it's a game of numbers. Yeah. You're not likely to get mauled. <laughs> you may. not. Yeah, you may. It could happen. That's any time you go to Colorado. I mean, there's a chance anybody's going to get mauled by a bear. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, the, yeah, the burgers, burgers dynamite. So I'm ready for these uh, Fred Flintstone steak nights. T-Boat steak nights coming soon. Yeah. All right, I'll make the drive up here. Because in all honesty, the thing is, uh, when we open up the homebrew shop in Humble, everybody in Houston is like, oh, man, that's a long ways. It's like, but yeah, but you get there quicker. Then you will go in two miles half time in Houston because Absolutely. the traffic. Absolutely. No question about it. I, I mean, live inside the loop, and if I go to a restaurant sometimes five minutes away, it takes me 45 minutes. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Especially right now, this time of year, it's chaos. And it'll take you from anywhere pretty much in Houston. You can be here in less than 20 minutes. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, good location. Let's talk about the beer because you uh, sat in front of me five of your brews yep. that you made. And what was nice is that you started with the lowest with the IBUs all the way up to the highest. So the that's first right. one was the Boomtown. So let's talk about Boomtown real quick, because that's your Blonde L. So Boomtown, uh, Boomtown Blonde, again, it's another shout-out to Beaumont, Texas, and the Gulf Coast. Uh, this whole region has been described as a Boomtown at one point, but this is a, uh, it's a crossover beer. It's a Blonde Ale, so it's sort of a simple, from a taste perspective, it's got a lot of biscuity notes. Uh, we use the Erbstrucker uh, German hops. Uh, to finish it off with, but it, it's very overall. It's a very clean drinking, very easy drinking beer. Uh, it's one, it's just one of those beers that you can drink on a hot summer day or a cold winter night. It, we we made it to appeal to everybody, and honestly, our target group when we made this beer, uh, you know, we did a lot of sampling and we just wanted to make sure everybody liked it, and you know, every everyone did. So if you're a hophead, this isn't the beer for you. But if you're a guy that likes a good sessionable beer, if you're out at Wildcat drink uh, drinking beer playing golf. This is this is a good beer where you can you know enjoy a few of them without you know having to. Yeah, but there is a good little hoppiness to it though. It's not overpowering at all, but it's enough to introduce you to hops and bring you on maybe to the next level. Yeah, it's certainly a, a step good. up from you know from some of those sort of the macros as far as hops goes. But it's our our lightest, our lowest IBU. And the next one that that you guys have up here is the Tool Pusher Pell L. That's a shout-out to all the hard workers out on the rigs all across the state of Texas. Without tool pushers, you don't have crude oil. Without crude oil, you can't drive your cars. So the Tool Pusher Pale Ale is kind of our sign- one of our signature beers. It's just kind of a, a shout-out to all the guys on the rigs. And it's sort of our intro to hops. I mean, you know, it's not, uh, it's not over-the-top hoppy, as, as pale ales are not supposed to be. Uh, but it's, it's, it's a sort of light-bodied, very smooth-drinking pale ale. Um, it's got you know, centennial hops. Uh, it's definitely prevalent as far as the hops go, but it's not going to be as, as sort of hop-forward as an IPA or the double IPA would be. It's a very smooth, easy-drinking beer, but it, but it is a step up in hops from, uh, you know, from like the, the Blonde or even the ESP. Easy-drinking 5.5%. 
Oh no, that that that, that one's right at six point one. This one six. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, this is this is yummy. So like this one, like I said, just has a little bit more a little hoppiness to it. Yep. That's sort of our beer for people when they come in and they 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 say I don't like I don't like too hoppy, but I do like hops. I mean that's that's the beer we give them. The next one, the next in the lineup a is a honey hole. hole. Yeah, yeah, that's the first one that started off with a pint, which was actually a very good way to start off. You know, this whole night. The, the ESB honey hole. I mean, the honey hole is the sweet spot when you're drilling. You drill deep. You got to drill for that honey hole, <laughs> and so that was that was where we came up with the honey hole. That's where the that's where the nectar is, and, and, and so we use clover honey all from Texas, and that that's a surprising beer. It's very smooth, and it comes in at seven point. Well, that, this particular batch that you're drinking right now came in at about 7.3%. It wasn't our intent to make it that big of a beer. Um, it's an ESB extra special bitter, so it's a British-style beer. Uh, and then uh, we add 120 pounds of Texas clover honey to the boil. And that honey, for the most part, ferments out, but it sort of leaves just a touch of honey. You know, it's, it, it finishes a little bit on the dry side, but it's got that bitterness. Uh, this beer, ideally will be about 6.6 to 6.7. We have a second batch in the in the bright tanks right now that, that's right there. Um, but we've had extremely good reviews on the Honey Hole. I think that is probably our signature beer, just because we're the only ones uh, in this area and maybe even Texas that do a beer like that, uh, an ESB with a honey infusion. But uh, that, that, that's a beer we're very proud of and that we've gotten very, very high remarks on. Yeah, I mean the kegs are flying off the shelves on, on that particular. We can't one. we can't yeah. fill the orders for Honey Hole. The, the amount of bars that want Honey Hole, you know, we're gonna have to go into overtime to to supply it. It's a sweet spot. Yeah, it's a sweet. <laughs> it is a sweet spot in the Honey Hole. <laughs> the uh, next one is the Hop Option. Is that what it is? That's, I'm trying to read your writing. Hop Option. Yeah. So yep. the, the Hop Options is it was kind of a play off the options market. So we keep the we keep the malt profile the same, and we change the hops every quarter. Uh, the first one we did was the El Dorado hops. Uh, this particular is yeah the Amarillo. Yeah, he's, no, he's got El Dorado. Oh, so you have the El Dorado, and then we have one. The other one we have right now is the uh, Amarillo. So the reason it's called Hop Option is because, as as Brody said, we keep the exact same grain profile on it. The malt stays the same, but we alternate the hops on it. It's a it's a single hopped beer uh, so that we really want to let people try the beer. Uh, get a get a sample of what each individual hop variety offers. So they're going to try that. They're going to drink that. This is Eldorado hops. You you know exactly what Eldorado's flavor profile is when you drink it. And then you can go to the Amarillo hop option, and it's an identical beer. The only thing we've switched out is that we have Amarillo hops instead, and it tastes it does not taste in any way the same. And so that that's the whole point of it. Hop option. You've got the option to choose whatever hops variety you like. You might like a strong sort of fruity. Uh, grapefruity hops, or you might like a more subtle, smoother hops, and, and, and so we're, we have about five of these lined up we're going to do, but it, it's, it's an IPA series is what it is, and it comes in right about 7%. Oh, that's nice. That's a good beer. Yeah. And on top of that, it also gives uh, people that come up here as regulars, they get to taste it, and they can actually know how the impact the hops have actually yep. has on beer. Yeah, absolutely. That, yep. That's the whole exactly. point of it. Yeah. Yeah. Badass. Then you have the Hopper House. The Hopper House is your double IPA. Super danky, fireworks, explosion, multiple hops. What do we have? How many hops in the... There's double? six hops varieties in there, and it's finished off with a dry hopping of, of uh, Simcoe hops. So this is a, a double IPA that we designed after the West Coast style. 
So it's it's a very hop forward, fruity beer. Uh, it, it's well, when I say fruity, it's just it's got grapefruit notes, citrus notes. Um, it's hops forward. It doesn't have a high malt profile, so it's a sort of a lighter bodied as far as a double IPA goes. But it is very intensive as far as the hops go. Um, in my opinion, it's our finest beer. You know, everybody likes different things. A lot of people like the Honey Hole, but to me, that that beer is is one that would score very highly on a uh, in any sort of beer competition. Yeah, I mean, fortunately for us, all our beers are phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Exactly. All just the way beers, it worked out, right? Yeah, it's it's just, just I don't know what happened there. They're they're all just outstanding. Really, I, I kind of like them all. Yeah, so, Sean, your head brewer, yes. uh, where did he come from? How'd you guys find him? So I have worked with Sean. Uh, Sean is an IT professional that I've worked with for about eight years. I've learned I've learned that IT professionals drink a lot. Yeah, he does drink a lot, and he sort of has all of the characteristics you look for in a brewmaster. He's uh, extremely meticulous, extremely detail oriented. Um, he will not tolerate any variation in his uh, sort of regiment in brewing or his cleaning regiment. Um, he has detailed notes and spreadsheets on every beer. He's, I mean, he's, he's, he's a nerd. You know, he's, he's a math guy, uh, extremely focused, and, you know, he can be a pain in the neck to deal with at times because he is so focused on the quality of the beer, and that's a good thing. Um, but I, I call him Walter White. Yeah, because he shows up here. He doesn't want to deal with people. He shows up here in the middle of the shows night. Shows up at like 1 o'clock, brews all night long, and then next thing you know, we're good to go we never see him but we've got we've got great beer the next morning so sean is really an outstanding brewmaster even though he he came over from the uh the home brewing ranks it's one of those things i have a bunch of friends at homebrew i've tried you know i've drank gallons and gallons of homebrew uh but sean is sort of a cut above in just his own sort of finickiness in in brewing perfection so so we went through before we started the brew we, we had about 15 guys that we went through tasting different beers and, and cam called me up and said hey i found our guy and and it just so happened to be a guy that he worked with yeah and, and, we, I, and, we, and we tasted his beer and i was like wow i mean I, I approached him and i knew that at some point he wanted to go into professional brewing again he was in the it industry uh but i tried a lot of his beers over the years and i i said hey we're opening a brewery would you have any interest in being our brewmaster and he immediately said no i'm opening my own brewery i really appreciate the offer but no i'm not interested and then he kind of went back and thought about it for i don't know a couple weeks and he doesn't want to do marketing and he doesn't want to do branding and he doesn't want to do customer relation and he doesn't want to follow he wants to just brew beer he wants to sit in his lab and brew beer and be left alone And, and you know that 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 to us is our perfect brewmaster because he is so focused on the quality of the product it's the only thing he cares about and it's it's really translated into our beers yeah, they had, I had very happy with the beers you guys are making. They had pretty pretty badass. And we appreciate you coming out too. Oh man, definitely. Uh, between the burger and the beers, uh, I think I might be sleeping on these picnic tables. Between that hundred percent free range grass, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> rifle, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the rifle, rifle Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. The Rocky Mountain high beef, happy cows. They're happy cows. No, Brody Cameron, man, appreciate you guys having us out, having Rogue Brewers Homebrew Club out. Hanging out here from Humble, Texas, backyard home brewers. Mm-hmm. 
showing everybody a good time. Absolutely. So, John, may I ask you a question? Sure. If you were to choose any of our beers to shotgun, which would it be? Uh, double IPAs. Yeah, 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 there you go. That's the obvious choice. That's Hopper yeah. House, obviously. The Hopper Cameron House. Banks, focus, please. It's actually funny that you would say that because the Hopper House, if you actually look at the picture, the Hopper House on an oil rig site looks like a funnel. It's a collection bin that collects all the uh, chemicals that go down hole, and you release a valve, and it shoots. To, it, it looks like a funnel. So it's interesting that you would come to that conclusion. I think uh, our so marketing that, that is a you success. Named it that. Yeah, it was, yeah, it, it worked. Happened, we, we happen to have a Hopper House on site, John. If you're interested in being our first, <laughs> trying this one out. Yes, I, I think I need that burger to sit just for a little bit longer okay. before that happens. But I'm definitely game. But uh, no, man, for real. Thanks for having us out. Beer is fantastic. Uh, Need to get you guys over to Firehouse Saloon and see what we're doing over there. Put some of your beers on tap, on the tap wall, and uh, come watch some of the good music we have. Going I was on. actually at Firehouse Saloon last night. Yeah? We had our company Christmas party out there. It was a private party. Oh, yeah, Chad, we're out there playing, as yeah. a matter of fact. Yeah. It, it was a great time. We had a really good time, and I, I brought it up to the uh, – I don't think he was in the mood to talk <laughs> sales, but I brought it up to the guy behind the bar, and, you know, he sort of said, call me later. Yeah, that's all right. We'll, we'll get you on. We'll work that out. Well, Brody Cameron, thanks for having us out again, and uh, man, enjoying the beer and all the success. You guys really? definitely are putting out some good stuff. Really appreciate you coming out. Good time. All right, we're going to listen to some more of the new offenders, Drunk of Ages. We'll be right back. All right, here's another one off the record. It's called Just to Burn. Channels all play out. 
That's not the seed I planted to cultivate self that You can't fade if you never catch fire It'll never turn with no spark to feed the wild You won't see the sky flat foot on the ground It's paying the price worth the same old sound I found Hey guys, David Graham here from Carbach Brewing, inviting you to check out the brewery after our recent expansion. We're now open seven days a week, Monday through Saturday at 11 to 10 p.m. and Sunday noon to 10 p.m. For more information on tour times and, of course, delicious food, visit our website at www.carbachbrewing.com or follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Carbach Brewing. Cheers! Hey everybody, this is John from Drink of Ages and a great beer you need to go try is Sweetwater 420 Extra Pale Ale. This tasty West Coast style pale ale drinks an easy 5.7% ABV and goes perfect while sitting by the grill listening to the steak sizzle. Grab a pint or pick up a six pack all over town and check them out at sweetwaterbrew.com. Listen Fridays at 9pm on ESPN 97.5 for more beer talk and live music on Drink of Ages radio show. If you'd like to market your business to the craft beer community, please contact Drink of Ages at 832-617-0201. That's 832-617-0201. Or message us at facebook.com slash drinkofages. Find us on Twitter at hashtag drinkofages. And get all contact and podcast info at drinkofages.com. Whether a startup brewery or distillery or you've been around for years, the badass folks at Cast Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cast Branding does it all, from imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts, and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch, offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing, using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel. Artwork services and samples are always free. Why go out of town or use multiple supplies for your branded merchandise. Keep it local like we do. Let the badasses at Cast Branding, the official merchandise sponsor of Drink of Ages, kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch. Give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out castbranding.com. All right, Drink of Ages, we're back on in the studio. We have the new offenders. We have Hunter, Jason, Dustin, and T-Ray. What's going on, fellas? Hello. Oh, not much, man. Thanks for having us on. It's 
good you guys came on, man. So far, the acoustic stuff's been pretty killer. Thank you very much. So I'm looking forward to you guys taking the stage, playing a full band, plugged in. Should be exciting. Yeah, it's a little bit different than the uh, than the acoustic set. Well, Hunter, man, I see you have your St. Arnold shirt on. Yeah. It's a good little shirt to wear to a show like this. Well, I figured uh, you were you were showcasing tequila, so I couldn't get in, in trouble for wearing this one today. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. So uh, let's talk about you guys, man. Are you born in Houston, Houston raised? Uh, I was born in Houston, but everyone else is kind of, their backgrounds are uh, kind of diverse. Jason's from the St. Louis, Missouri area. T-Ray's from uh, a little bit further down south in Edna. And Dustin, I don't even know where you were you born now. <laughs> East Texas, huh? Yeah, Athens, Texas. Athens. Up near Tyler. Yep. That's East Texas. Born and raised. Yeah. So how'd you guys come together to make the new offenders? That is a long story. That's like a ten year story. Uh, it yeah, really, it really is. Let's see if we can like so, cut it down a little bit. Uh, maybe like long story short. Long story short, uh, I started wanting to do the band thing and uh, Jason was the door guy at the bar where we uh, kind of started playing and he would tell me all the time that he plays bass and I never really took him all that seriously until he finally uh, joined up another band and started playing and uh, I realized that yeah he's a he's a bass player and better than most so <clears throat> he was the first of uh, the guys that are in the, in the group now that joined up and then uh, we were in search of a guitar player we put an ad out on Craigslist and First bite, T-Ray, and I, I really can't believe that something this great came from uh, a Craigslist ad, but it did. And uh, nobody was murdered. No, it worked no, out. No murders. I yes. thought about it for a second. <laughs> so, well, I, there weren't any, any, uh, any yeah, armed robberies. I'll, I'll let him live. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Dustin and T-Ray played in a band together, what, like five years ago, six years ago, something like that. Like closer to seven. Seven. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll let I'll let one of them tell that. So part, yeah, so. I met I met T Ray seven years ago playing with Josh Langston. And uh and I always kept my tab on him, you know. He he ran off and, and uh started playing with these guys and I was trying to do my own thing and in Austin trying to find a different group and uh and you know, found a good group but always kept my finger on T Ray because uh I liked what he how he played and and you know he got in with Hunter and them and it was just kind of a perfect match for me and my style of playing so I wanted to join them the first time I heard them but uh but you know I I was already playing with somebody else and you know the opportunity finally came and it's been it's been what I thought it would be pretty pretty awesome so everybody basically was playing the same sort of style of music well, I wouldn't say we were playing the same style, but we, uh, as far as like influences, we were all pretty much influenced by the same, same stuff. And if and if that weren't, if it wasn't our original influence, you know, somebody would bring a band that you had never heard of to the table, and everyone else would would dig it. So, I mean, I guess we just have the we all have the same musical mindset. Really, we're all finally doing what we want to be doing. I'm talking about the new offenders and. I mean, you guys are playing a lot of shows right now, all over the place. Uh, is this a full-time gig, or do you guys wake up really sleepy the next day and go to work? 
Uh, <laughs> one out of four. One out of four. Yeah. I do every once in a while. Whenever I'm hurting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not bad though. I mean, almost there. I don't just make it a full-time thing for all four of y'all. That'd yeah, be badass. Well that, I mean, yeah. that's that's the uh, that's the next uh, that's the next goal. It's the immediate immediate future goal. Well, you guys have a debut album coming out we sometime, do. like you said, sometime later this year. Yeah, we have a tentative uh, CD release show scheduled here actually at the Firehouse, but uh, we don't want to we don't want to put that out there until. Uh, until we know for sure that it's going to be ready. So we're not like, oh, uh, sorry, we're going to have to push it back. So yeah, we're waiting until we know for sure that it's going to be ready to go by then. But you guys have the crowdsourcing campaign that's happening now. It's actually almost up to yeah. help fund the this, this CD release. Yeah, we're, uh, we're using a site called Pledge Music. Um, and uh, it's a deal where you set a goal, and if you don't reach your goal in 60 days, you don't get any of the money. We're sitting at uh, well, as of as of today, eighty-five. Eighty-five. Yeah, eighty-five uh, percent was Thursday, March twenty-eighth, May twenty-eighth. Uh, <laughs> wrong in month. Yeah. Uh, so we're sitting at eighty-five percent as of May twenty-eighth, and we have until June sixth to uh, to hit our goal. <clears throat> but it's uh, it's pledgemusic.com/slash/projects/slash/the-new-offenders. Yeah, that's pledgemusic.com <laughs> slash projects with an S slash the new offenders. But you can also find that directly off your yeah, page, the new And pretty much every single Facebook post is about it. So if yeah. you find us on Facebook, Twitter, all yeah. those social media sites, you'll. You're, find you're, bound, somewhere. Yeah, you're bound to find your way to Well, you're music. pretty damn close to getting there. And I think with the. Uh, you guys are actually offering some really kick-ass stuff. Yeah, it's everything from uh, <clears throat> from just the digital download of the album all the way up to like acoustic house concerts, full band house concerts. Um, <clears throat> we're doing this thing with the Sugarland Skeeters, the minor league team down there. We're, uh, we're playing. I think we have four dates booked throughout the end of their season where you can like get a free ticket to the game, come watch us play an hour set, and then sit at the uh, the ice house back there in center field and watch the rest of the game with us and just hang out. Uh, That's a good place to watch a game. Oh, it's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's a it's hell awesome of a stadium. There, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that kind of stuff. And then you can come barbecue with us, um, T-shirts, CDs. In studio, in studio, listening parties where we'll listen to the album in the studio we made it in and play a little live set there, too. Pretty cool. Yeah. There's like 16 or 17 different uh, All the way up to uh, an executive producer. Yeah. Get yeah. your name on it. That's right. Well, one person already has. Oh. Actually, we're listing the company, I think. Well, uh, I, I don't know. We've, I've hung out with him a few times since then. I, I, I think he'd like his name in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> well, however he wants it, though, right? <laughs> Whatever he wants. Cool. No, that's pretty badass, guys. Um, yeah, I hope you guys reach your goal and album gets released. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, yeah, website, social media, like we said, it's uh, thenewoffenders.com. Yeah, everything is the new offenders. Like, whatever the web, Facebook.com slash the new offenders, Twitter.com, so everything is the new offenders. If you just, even if you can't remember any of that, just get on Google and search the new offenders. And it's, it's just when you go to images. <laughs> yeah, you don't really quite get too you'll, much of the new that. offenders. You get a lot of probably the yeah. um, uh, the offenders you don't want around you. You'll know if you're on the band's page or not. <laughs> like, uh, 
old family, like yeah. they, a uh, buddy in our band of ours, or uh, friends of ours in a band, uh, they posted something on Instagram and it was said, uh, it was a Google search that said the the new offenders, and all the things. It was before we had our uh, website up and running. <laughs> And just all the terrible things that it took him to. And he said, I'm just trying to find my friends. <laughs> yeah. They're not the right ones to hang out with. We didn't really necessarily consider that that option as far as picking the band name. But, you know, I guess you just kind of have to deal with everything as it comes. Yeah. I think there's, there's ways around that. If we find somebody who knows how to run a website to actually, like, make sure that our stuff pops up first. But... We're trying to give we'll we're trying to give offenders a new name, a good name. <laughs> I like that. A better name, let's just say that. All right, we're gonna hear one more song from you guys in the studio before you take the stage. But uh I appreciate you guys coming on, hanging out, Firehouse Saloon. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm out of beer. So <laughs> let's go ahead and wrap this up. And uh, yeah, we'll hear you guys out there shortly. Dream of Ages, we'll be right back. This one is titled Don't Let It Get You with the C H.
friends up at Southern Star Brewing Company have a fantastic IPA out right now. Honesty of Reason is a limited release available in 12-ounce badass cans or on draft. This tasty IPA is 6.8% and will not leave you disappointed. The Simcoe and Amarillo hops give Honesty of Reason exactly what you need from an IPA, a punch in the mouth of citrus and pine. Also, don't miss the Black Crack release party happening at the Old Brewery November 21st. It's going to be the last party at the Old Brewery. Got to get there. SouthernStarBrewing.com. Drink of Ages knows that craft beer fresh from the brewery comes in kegs, not bottles or cans. If you're not going to a bar tonight, take home a Growler, 64 ounces of kick-ass craft beer. At Growler's Beer and Wine to Go, they fill your Growler with a revolutionary system that keeps oxygen out and all the fresh, delicious goodness in. Keep your favorite beer fresh for an entire year, assuming you don't open it and drink it. The freshest craft beer in Houston is at Growler's Beer and Wine to Go, 1005 Wall Drive. Hops are sexy. Welcome back, craft brew lovers, to Drink of Ages. Welcome back, everybody, to Drink of Ages. I am your host, John Dimon, and this is the last segment of the show. One that usually, you know, after having a, some of the sampling, sampling, of course, these tasty beverages that they have over here at Spindle Tap, we'll see how well it goes. But this is Houston Press Space City on Tap. Different events going on around Houston that you definitely want to be part of. Big one, big one, no label, no label brewing out there in Katy is turning five. The party's going down on December 12th at 7 p.m. Tickets are $40, and that gets you dinner, special glass, live music, and beer. Over 30 beers are going to be on tap for the party. There's a limited number of tickets that are going to be on sale, nolabelbrew.com. And speaking of no label, get out there, get you some of that perpetual peace if you see it. It's, a, it's delicious, and it's amazing. Speaking of amazing beers, Buffalo Bayou's Gingerbread Stout, that is out. You need to get some of that if you find a bottle. Cranberry Wit is another one they have. Oh, man, that's a delicious, delicious beer. Houston Press is excited to host the 8th Annual Artopia on Saturday, January 30, 2016, from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. at 2101 Winter Street. Artopia is an evening of culture, fashion, art, music, and food. This one-night event features live music, fashion shows, dance, and theatrical performances, along with galleries filled with works from local artists. Ticket prices include complimentary food, wine, cocktail, and beer sampling. Houston Press also awards local individuals or organizations that have made an impact in the local arts community with a Mastermind Award. Each winner receives a $2,000 check from the Houston Press. The Mastermind Awards is sponsored by Estella Artois. The winners will be featured in a special edition of Houston Press and will be honored at the event. HoustonPress.com to get your tickets and more information on that one. But, man, thanks, everybody. Thanks, uh, Spindletap Brewery, for having us out. Brody and Cameron and the rest of the guys. Uh, short drive. Short drive out here. Come check out their tap room. Check out the brewery. It's a beautiful little spot, and they're making some great beers. And the burgers, oh, man, they're, they're just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Also, New Offenders, our music guest tonight. Man, fantastic band. Look for them to be playing near you. Definitely go out there and check out a live show. Next week, we will be back at Firehouse Saloon with Back Pew Brewing. Bobby Harrell's going to come on. Our music guest is Atwood and Nunn. You can listen to the podcast sponsored by Buffalo Body Brewing Company by going to drinkofages.com. Get out and grab some of that 5511 Double Red L from Cyclos Brewing. We will be back next week on Badlands Radio, ESPN 97.5 FM. Go Texans. And please, Rockets. Please, Rockets. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. 
Thanks, everyone, for listening. Be safe, Houston, and support the craft beer industry and your local homebrew supply store. 